Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 61. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys, what's going on? So in today's episode, we're continuing on with Fitness Myths Part 2. So this is the second part to the, the list of fitness myths that we found. Uh, we might have some repeats in here, but uh, if we do, uh, we just skip over it and we'll go to the next one on the list. All right, so let's get started here with Fitness Myth number one. So our first one here is you can target your fat. You can target your fat burn. Uh, I so, think we discussed this one, but yeah. uh, just to reiterate, uh, there's no area where you could burn specific fat from. Um, yeah. Wait, what does this mean? You can target your fat burn. Oh, yeah. as in like just targeting fat burn targeting. Yeah, target fat burn. I don't uh, want to burn fat in my arms. Yeah, well, I mean, I I think you could, like we said before, I think we could tone it, but we can't actually physically take the fat from that area and say like i want to lose it right without doing it for any other area right right you know um there's a number two it says you shouldn't work out on an empty stomach uh, um yeah that's definitely a myth yeah it's i know plenty of people who who perform really well without any well any eating any food at all um i know people i know well most of the people i know they don't necessarily uh do like strength training i don't necessarily know anybody who strength trains on your stomach uh but i do know people who swim run um do a lot of like you know cardiovascular exercises that uh what they'll which they'll do on empty stomach yeah so yeah so a lot of uh i guess a lot of people who train uh, that we know train fasted so for yeah. those that don't understand what it means to train on an empty stomach it just means you're you're training fasted uh you, you haven't eaten any food for a sh- certain period of time and then you just go right into your training without eating anything. So your body's not gonna just use muscle and like use that as a fuel source unless that's the last option. Uh, what it'll do, it'll just use whatever you ate the day prior. So like, let's say you had a late night meal or uh, had a big dinner the night before. Whatever your body stored as as energy is gonna use that for your next workout. Right, yeah. Shit, I'm fasting right now. I ain't eat all day. Yeah, so. <clears throat> Uh, for a lot of people, <laughs> uh, they you can train fasted, and it's not a bad thing to, to I guess, to not eat before your workout. Yeah. Because a lot of times people, I get the question a lot, of like, oh, what should I eat before my workout? It's, it really depends on the person. I mean, yeah. It does, some people you, aren't Some hungry. people aren't hungry. Some people love to have big meals right before, and, you know, whatever works best for you. Right, right. Uh, number three, it says, like, no pain, no gain. So basically meaning that, if you're going through an exercise or through a workout and you you uh, you don't feel pain and you're not doing it, you're not getting any gain out of it, basically. So uh, like, yeah, that's a very old school term, I guess. Yeah, people Almost, always say like you have to feel the burn. Yeah, I mean, feel the burn is there. I mean, you'll feel that as far as like like hypertrophy, depending on what kind of workout you're doing. But like, doesn't necessarily mean that okay, if you're not sore the next day, you didn't necessarily work hard. You know. Right, right. You know, it's it's one of those things where. Yes, yeah, soreness is gonna happen, but if you're not sore, it doesn't it doesn't mean that your workout you did day, the workout you did the day before isn't uh, effective at all, or even during your workout. If you don't, that's not to say if you don't feel pain, you're not doing anything. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure we went over this one on the the first episode of yeah. the fitness myth. Uh, something similar, like if you're like you have to feel sore in order to to feel like you got an effective workout. So this yeah. is the same thing. You don't have to feel sore. You don't have to feel the pain. Um, if you're feeling pain, that's actually a bad thing, right? So there's difference between actually um, the burn and also 
difference between that and feeling pain. Right. So some people actually feel pain at their joints when they do a certain exercise movement, but you know that's not a good thing. Yeah. But if you're feeling like let's say the muscle on being on fire, uh, and then it just subsides later on, yeah, uh, then that's okay. Right. Yeah. So you know the difference between pain and burn. Yeah. Did we talk about uh, stretching before you work out? Last the last one. Uh no, I don't, I don't remember talking about that. Uh, so it says here you should stretch before you work out. Uh well. Only if you're super tight. That's what I think. If you're if you're a person that that literally can't do a movement because you're you're tight and your your muscles are tight, then yeah, stretch before you work out. So if if you can squat fine and and your squat looks good or the movement pattern looks good, then you you don't have to stretch. I don't think it's necessary. Right. Um. Do you think like. Static stretching? Do you feel like someone's just static stretch before they work out if they if they're really tight? Yeah. What do you mean? Like? If they're really tight, yeah, I think static stretching is is helpful for some individuals. Uh, I guess for most people, you don't have to static stretch. I think I know we discussed about this before, like static stretching versus dynamic stretching, which is better. Yeah. Uh, I just prefer more dynamic work. Yeah. Unless the person is like like you said, super tight and can't do anything, then of course, add in some static stretching in the beginning. Right. Makes makes sense. Uh, lifting heavy weights bulk you up. Uh, pretty sure we discussed about this, especially for women. Not true at all. Yeah, not true at all. We can just skip by this one. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. This easy. is the first episode. Yeah, yeah. exercise machines uh, beat free weights. Uh, yeah, and it's a that's a myth. Um, I mean, there's plenty of free weight exercises that are better than machines, and there's plenty of machine exercises that are better than free weights. It really depends on on what you're trying to accomplish. Right. Um, oh shit! Damn it. And then we gotta move on to the next list we have here. Hold on, Terry. Hold on. And we have some technical difficulties here. A little technical difficulties here. Don't know what happened. So the next Do one on about? the list is uh, deep squats are bad for your knees. Uh, no, bad squats are bad for your knees. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it. I heard it so many times because I mainly hear from a. Uh, from people who watch like a lot of Olympic lifters and I mean I guess to the to the to the naked eye it does look like it's not good for your knees but it's, well yeah it's the perfect. position they're in like they're like their ass is like literally touching the ground and their like knees are like kind of yeah. like internally rotated but kinda, it's yeah. like yeah. and their ankles are like all shifted in a weird position but they could do that because they have the mobility to do that and it's it's actually comfortable for them to sit in that exactly. position exactly yeah so they're actually fine they're actually, yeah. they're actually, they'll be fine um, so you got to train yourself to deep squat I yeah. think for your knees to not hurt A lot of people they deep squat and their knees hurt Because they haven't trained themselves to have the proper mobility And they're trying to deep squat When they actually can't mm -hmm. So first make sure you have proper mobility And you could get down all the way In a deep squat If you can't then just start off with a squat That's a little higher than your deep squat right? Or squat to a box You don't have to start off with deep squats Right yeah um, That's one that looks like bad for your back yeah, so that's another one. Uh, Delos are not bad for your back. Bad Delos are bad for your back, right? <laughs> I spoke to a, a guy named, I think we know Ed about it, and he was like, it is bad for your back. And Yeah, because like, the way he does it, of course, it's bad yeah. for his back. I, I debated with him about it for about an hour, but then I just stopped because he just wasn't he wasn't getting it. Uh, I understand where he was coming from, where like you do something all the time. If I, it's not really good for you, I guess, but hmm. we live in a time now where we are a little smarter, where we can... We can do exercises that are that we can prolong it and do it a lot longer in our later years and not have any like 
injuries going on. You know, it's we have soreness. I think people get a lot of times mixed up soreness and pain. A lot yeah, of times, yeah, yeah. you know, they get that mixed up more often than anything. Yeah, I mean, deadlifts are more uh, potential to injure your back. Of course, the risk of injury is higher. Yeah. Um, for back injuries, but it doesn't mean it automatically if you do deadlifts, it's gonna hurt your back. Uh, if anything, it should. To be to be honest, it'd be strengthening your back. Right. Um, so the problem with a lot of people, they they get into the deadlifts and they have a bad experience of doing it wrong, and then automatically they have the idea that it hurts your back or it's bad for your back. So I need to stop doing it. Right. Yeah. Um. Let's keep looking here. Let's look through the list here. So I know this one. Uh, it's not necessarily like a. I mean, it's a myth, but then it's almost like. I guess a fact as well. I don't really know. Um, what is it? It's saying you should. The thinking that you sh when you when you should bench uh, with your wrists cocked or have them bent, cocked back or have them bent. Um, cocked back as in what? So like I think it I think it wrote it wrong. I think it means like having your wrist straight or having your wrist bent, like so like mm. it's like a you know how people bench yeah, press yeah. and their wrists is bent yeah, or yeah. opposed to benching and their wrists are straight. Uh, yeah, I mean uh. Even I bench with my wrist bent a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to find a good comfort zone. Like being completely straight, I think is is ideal. But for a lot of people, it's hard yeah. to be completely straight. Uh, and you don't, of course, you want to be completely bent because then all the weight pressure is gonna go on your wrist. Right. Uh, so I guess finding a good middle ground. I guess in my opinion, finding a good middle ground. I don't know what you think. You think uh, you should have your wrist straight or bent? I think they should be straight. You think they should be I straight? I think they should be they should be straight. Okay. Um, I think that most of the time, I've never seen anybody who's really strong bench mm. bench with their wrist bent. Right. Um, yeah. Most, I, yeah. Most of the time, most of the time, if you get to a point where you're really strong, you your wrist can't handle your your uh, your um, the weight. Your wrist can't handle the weight with your um, with your uh, wrist being back that far for so long. Right. So eventually, you have to develop you know that wrist strength to be able to have them straight when you're doing it. Um, I think I just tried it one day and I just had my wrist straight and I eventually over time it's gonna be, it became comfortable for me. But um, I've been trying to get like a lot of my clients to be able to do that lately as well where just had to have their wrist straight. Mm. It's really hard to like train someone to do that when they only, you know, when clients only come in certain times in, in the week. But regular people, when they when they work out, I feel like you should try your best to do a lot of exercise, especially like, an over, you know, an overhead press or a bench press. Try and have your wrist straight. You know, it's after a while. It's not really gonna be, it's not gonna be comfortable for your wrist if the weight gets a lot heavier. If you're trying to get stronger, the weight gets heavier. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna like support it after a while. Yeah, I think you should always achieve for trying to having your wrist straight, just like uh, when you're squatting, always achieve for a deep squat. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not there yet, uh, don't stop doing the exercise. Yeah. Um, still continue to do the exercise. Just make sure you practice on. Um, telling yourself to either get down lower on the squat or uh, getting your wrist straighter yeah. for the bench press. Well, if someone has like the, you think it's okay if someone has the mobility in their wrist and just keep it that way? Uh, I mean, I still think it's dangerous in terms of, one, like you said, once the weight gets heavy enough, um, I've seen actually videos of people breaking their wrists on the bench press. Really? With the weight being too yeah, heavy. I don't want to <laughs> see that, but that sounds terrible. Um, what about like, so they're asking now, this next one here is stretching, stretching decreases risk injury. Uh, no, it's a myth. No? Stretching decreases risk injury. I was hoping, I thought you were going to say something else. I was, is it, this is a myth list, right? This is a myth list, yeah. 
Stretching decrease injury? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't agree. I think stretching, just to a certain extent, it will help decrease wrist injury, but I don't think it's going to make, like, a huge difference, like, if you freaking stretch in comparison to someone who don't stretch, right? Right. So, like, let's say someone who, who does yoga, right. right, stretches all the time in comparison to someone, let's say, never stretches. Like, let's say it's completely too opposite, right? Right. So, someone who never stretches... And just lift weights and someone who does yoga who stretches a lot right. right i think they both have the same potential for risk injury right right because one person doesn't stretch at all but it's very stable the other person stretches a ton but mm -hmm. it's not stable right so they both have a chance of getting injured right like unless you're saying like someone who does strength training like it's all contextualized right so someone two people that both do strength training but one stretches and one doesn't mm -hmm. then of course i think the one that stretches will have a little less risk of injury mm -hmm. but if you're taking two completely opposites uh like let's say a yoga person doesn't do any strength training and someone does strength training and doesn't stretch they both have to in my opinion they both have the same potential of risk yeah. injury i think it depends on the sport or the activity I think if you play like a like a activity like a like a sport where it's like an explosive movement like a basketball or football or like soccer. Yeah, yeah. And you go, I'm like my own. I'm like my own my own uh, uh, example where I was driving for a few hours and then once I got to my location, I got out the car and I had a, a football game to play hmm. and I pulled my groin. I, I mean, it could, it's debatable. I probably would have pulled it. I mean, I might have pulled it without stretching, but I didn't stretch at all and it went straight to the game and I, and. I, Pull my groin in that, in, this, in that process. I've you know I've seen people now. Okay, so keep going, keep going. I've seen people pull like their calves, or like I've seen people like pull hamstrings from as well. Um, it's it could be a lot of different number of things. It could be dehydration. It could be uh, lack of stretching. It could you just been it was bound to happen regardless. Um, but I I've all the times I've have gotten injuries of pulling muscles. It's all it all starts from the fact that I look back and I didn't stretch before. Now, is it because you didn't stretch or you didn't warm up? Like, that's that's two different things. Uh, right? Both. So, both. Okay. I can say both. Okay. Both. Because, like, I think it's more, uh, more, in my opinion, for a lot of people who do get injured like that or get pulled muscles because they didn't warm up properly. Right. And, like, someone would just, like, go onto a basketball court and just start playing in the game, right? They don't even, like, practice shooting around first. They just go right into a game and then they just start doing all these high-impact stuff. Yeah. And, and then I think that's how people get injured. Right. Now, if you're already, like, running around, taking some practice shots for basketball, and then you go into a game, even without any stretching, I think you'll still be okay. Yeah. Um, of course, stretching does does help a little bit, but... Um, yeah. Well, when, the, like, when, of course, stretching. There's different stretching, right? Dynamic stretching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which yes. I think is better for warming up. Uh, and then the static stretching. I, in, in my opinion, this is, like, I'm taking it as a static stretching. I don't think static stretching... It's gonna help you prevent injuries prior to your yeah, I, to your activity or or afterwards. Like if you do it afterwards, it's gonna prevent injury yeah. in the future. I agree with that. I agree with that as well. I don't really um, because I this one's interesting interesting to me because with all our all our people we train, we all have them do dynamic stretching. But if you watch like TV and you watch football players or basketballs, you have them you see them static stretching on the court. Right. Right. And you just, I get confused. I'm like, what are they doing? Why are they doing this for? And right, they're about to go in a game. Like, they're not gonna stay in one position. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So they're gonna be moving around. Exactly. So I don't know why they're static stretching on the field sometimes before the game. Right. Um, and even, even, uh, 
I was watching the Super Bowl uh, like a couple years ago, maybe like six years ago, and like when the lights went out during the game, mm. and the players on the side on the sideline like just like sitting on on their butt, and they were just reaching for their toes. Right. And it was just like I that's probably the worst stretch to ever do, man. <laughs> like I don't know why people still do that stretch. <laughs> to this day, I don't know why I do it either. Yeah. But I was watching them do that, and I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, why? Are they, what are they doing this for? I mean, it's a good stretch if you do it correctly, but a lot of people just round out their back and they just like reach forward as far as they can. Right. Um, and they're not really stretching their hamstring; they're just stretching the. They're using their spine to reach for the toe. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I get it. I don't. I don't. That. That I don't like. But dynamic stretching, yes. And you can you can call it the two with dynamic stretching and warming up to be the same. Guess the same thing. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think both of those should be done before activity like that. Um, lifting weights wise, I know plenty of people who've been lifting for years. They don't stretch a lick. Yeah, they don't stretch at all. Like and bodybuilders, they just, they just go in. And they don't. And I mean, they do. They get injured not because they don't stretch. They really because of the weight they the use, weight you use yeah. and the overload and. Just over time, you can your joints can't handle freaking tons of weight like that. Right. But if they're just using moderate weight and they, have, they don't stretch at all, like for them, zero injuries. Zero like injury. you said, like they don't really do anything else outside from like um, motor directional movement right, patterns. Right. Like they're not like you know moving laterally, doing a sharp turn. They're just walking up a flight of stairs, right. going to their job, right. and then going to the gym and then sitting at home. Right. right. For a lot of bodybuilders. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know plenty of bodybuilders that literally stretching is not one. The only one I know who stretches is Kai Green. That's about right, it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's about it. I think that's all of them. I can't get to the other one. It's the, the, the what's, um, what's the last one we have here? Uh, it's one from the other one. Uh, what, those are running one? Yeah. Anyone can run for a long run. Any Anyone can go for a long run. I'm not sure if we went over this, but um, not anyone could go for a long run. I right. think, uh, like, if... If you're not conditioned enough, you're not going to be able to go for a long run, right? Yeah. Um, if you're not prepared for it, you're not trained for it, going for a long run, it'll probably end up being walking. Yeah. Not a long run, but a long walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for a lot of individuals, um, you probably shouldn't start off running. Like, we always talked about this. Like we, A lot of people don't run correctly in the first place, right? So yeah. um, running ends up being bad for your knees because of that yeah i mean this one was, this one mentions like if you're severely overweight you know mm-hmm. and like some people say like uh like if you're overweight and they want to start like the new year is coming so people want to oh start yeah off. like i want to start running yeah, like yeah. that's the first thing they say like yeah. well, i'm gonna go run more yeah, like yeah yeah what right. people i don't know why people uh i guess categorize losing weight with running with running right? yeah, so like, like there's so many other ways to lose weight then and people always tend to Use that as an option. Oh, I'm gonna go on a treadmill more. I'm gonna use the treadmill more. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna do more elliptical. I'm yeah. gonna do more of this. Like there's, there's so many different ways to lose weight. Yeah, my client said to me, like, I want to start running again. That's when I was skinny. Right, right. But right. like, I, it wasn't that dude. That's not why you were skinny. You just right. didn't eat. Right. Know? And then also your lifestyle change, right? Like yeah. people like say like, oh, like ten years ago I was uh, skinny because I was running. So maybe I should start running again. No, it's like it's. Cause ten years ago, you didn't have a stressful job. Yeah. Like you didn't eat like shit and eat outside all the time. You exactly. Were, you had a, you know, decent schedule and you mm-hmm. were all over the place. Right. And so yeah. that's the reason why. There's a lot of reason why some people are overweight. It's not just because they were one not, specific thing. Not, it's not because they stopped running. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't run at all, honestly. But I can't really see myself trying to get anybody to run unless they say to me i want to do a half marathon or anything like that yeah i don't i only see running as a as a good way for individuals to to increase their cardiovascular strength or people who want to achieve like 
like I say, like a marathon, half marathon, then of course, yeah, you have to run because that's what you're doing in the event, right? Mm-hmm. You're not walking or you're not lifting weights, so you have to run, so you have to practice the movement. Mm-hmm. But if you want to just lose weight, then there's so many other ways to, to lose weight. Right. Like, yeah, and we we say strength training is definitely the best way to do it. Yeah, we, I, we both agree on that one to this day. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we'll conclude this part two with the myths here. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, we did repeat some. We apologize. We couldn't remember some of the uh, the ones we said earlier in the, the first part. So if you like this podcast, give us a thumbs up. Um, also, give us a review on the Apple Podcast and on the other podcast application. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.